part of blindsidepods.com. Menahan continues to do battle with an old foe, and this causes conflict and strategy between producer and host. Kelleher rises in the ranks, and MHB may have turned his back on our world and this show. All that and more as we look back at the week that was... This is the Minifan Show Week in Review for the week ending October 18th, 2019. Thanks for joining us. I'm DEC. So can we talk about MHB for a minute, please? Of course. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I, I, I thought about, because he reacted. He told me to fuck off on Twitter yesterday. He told you that on uh, my show as well. Did he? It's not the way you talk to podcast Jesus. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, this is, this is I don't know example. that he was being 100. It might have been another a little Another example is idiot didn't listen to the podcast and reacted to the KMS yes. quotes. Well, oh, so yes. he, he, I think he's... I mean, shouldn't he know better by now? That's like three I times I tried to tell this. him, yeah. I fucking kissed his ass on this thing. He said... So, First of all, I said... Sorry, Mike. I said he should co-host a show with Jerry Callahan. Yeah. Like, yeah. This guy who... Let's be... I'm being nice. Should co-host a show with Jerry Callahan. At least get a shot. I said he's a made guy. And I said right now he's not as active in the world as he's been in before. I not as active as... Clutching. Rich Kelleher. That's not, what, what part of that is even He was debatable? very upset because he was saying, uh, look at all the stuff I've done in the past. Even a blind man could see the ascendancy of superfan Rich Kelleher and his prank calls throughout the lower 48 and beyond. Menahan used the opportunity to praise the ginger fan and question the latest efforts of MHB. When this happens, two rules are important to know. Kirk Menahan knows how to push buttons to get a reaction, and MHB knows how to overreact, especially when he only sees comments on Twitter. MHB joined Blind Mike to discuss his anger at the events on Listen Up Dummies. They were preparing to record a long-awaited episode of Trash Talk when Rich Kelleher took to Twitter to simultaneously post a video. This led to Kelleher being invited to a second version of Listen Up Dummies, which led to the red-headed wonder swallowing dip in one of the most disgusting moments ever captured on film. Give me, I do a Minifan show. <laughs> I'm just going to do trash talk with my friend Mike Geary tonight. If you didn't, so if I didn't have to deal with your shit, what do, what do you mean, what do I do? Tell me what I do, tough guy. What else do, what else my do you face. do? Come on, Mike. What do you want to do? What do you want to do, fucking tough guy? <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. You know that's what you the good thing is, hold on. The, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The good thing is I play no role in this, really. It's not like I've driven anybody to the brink of insanity, I'm happy to say. Yeah, no, like, it's got nothing to do with you. It's, it's no it's mental. You, you're kind of above it all. Yeah, I've not, like, you know, played these guys like chess pieces, which is good. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. Right. Look at this laugh. Look at this laugh. I, oh, how does it feel? Are, how does what feel? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Welcome to the world. I kind of like him. I kind of like MHB, it's so funny. Oh, 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 you're going to leave? Oh, Johnny, are you upset? Miss, Mr. Tough Guy Johnny, but then someone else comes in and you don't like it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I would say to Kirk if he was listening, and I know that you're listening. Did you like that when I said it the other way? What I would say to my brother John, and I know that he's guy, listening. What is this guy talking about? How many people are watching right now? Mike adding a lot to that conversation. Didn't I wanted to stay out of the way as much as possible. Wow, he just shit all over him. Jesus. Does the MHB fight back? Uh, I mean, it was more. It was like that, essentially, yeah. back and forth for... 
Like, well, yeah, right. no, no one yeah. cares. No one cares. Just yeah, stick to the stick it. to the issues. The stick to the issues. Like I'm a moderator. Oh, yeah, dude, you're telling fellas, <laughs> fellas. Let's be let's be serious. <laughs> here. You're, you're, you're telling Rich Kelleher to just just, just like stick to reality. What are the, what are like, the issues exactly? <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> hey, hey, what gang, are the issues? We got serious business to take care of. Why are we fucking? Why are we fucking around? Yeah, let's get let's get Kelleher. Are you charging people for stickers? Yes or no? He kept because, saying to me, because I said, you know what? I heard Mike say this. Sorry, yeah. Mike. I heard Mike say this, and there's some truth to it. Now, I I don't like this. Like you're MHB, you're you're a fucking parody account. You can't do the I'm better than. Oh, like I'm not gonna make prank phone calls. Like yeah. it's a, the whole fucking. So you thing did is hear a, me defend you, you son of a bitch. Defend me? Defend this show, this program. MHB thought he was above it. I, I gave him some guff back. Yeah, it was, it was intense. I think it was. Good, legendary guff. Made, made, made him cry. I think you pulled a gun out at one point. <laughs> Still some guff on the internet. Yes. There's guff but, everywhere. But the but you know this idea that you know like oh I'm better. Like, no, no, it's we're all. I'm not better than that. Right. I try to make these calls. Right. That was like, the sad. No, no, you don't try to make. Calls. No, I don't. I have no people who do. That was the uh, sad realization I had last night was that I'm not better than that. What was happening in front of no, me? No, you're exactly. I, I, that. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm we are all that. Exactly. I'm not gonna. I am. I have never said that I'm not that. And I, it amuses me. I enjoy the whole thing. And by the way, that's why we have this insanely loyal base. The next day, MHB joined the Kirk Menahan show for a contentious back and forth with Menahan where he used expletives to describe how he feels about the show. John, congratulations on your new job. Thank you very much. <laughs> much appreciated. My new my new demotion now from Minister of Propaganda. I didn't even know that was a position in the Kirk Minahan universe. I cannot, I cannot believe... First of all, I, I think that you listen, did not listen to the show yesterday and you got KMS quoted. That's what I think. Where do you get that idea? True or false? What do you... Where would you get where would you get that idea? The fact that I was entirely uninformed about well, any I, of the nice things that you said about not, me. Forget, on the forget nice yesterday. forget nice things. I fucking blew you. I said you should coast a show with Jerry Callahan just to get him off Jerry away from me. And I said that, you know, uh, you can do whatever you want. I said I, I thank you for your loyalty over the years. I basically gave you a watch in the rocking chair. And I said, if you want to retire, you have earned the right to retire. And then you fucking tell me to fuck off. I try and be nice and reach out on text and you fucking Shit on me over that. Like, you fuck you. Like, what am I? I mean, am I supposed to bend over backwards for you? What am I missing here? Reach out over text. Oh, I, lo I love this. That's not, that's not at all what happened. Reaching out saying that you are, uh, one day you'll live up to fucking rich Kelleher, a man True. vomiting well, I and think, choking. I think, you're, I think you're capable of it. He's, he's, he's thirsty for the clout. He's just literally, he, he's the guy that comes out now. He just wants the bar still people. He's not recycling. Is he recycling? Is, 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 is MHB recycling, uh, uh, stuff from last night? Um, it's a similar to right, don't recycle for Christ's sakes. Go ahead. Oh, don't, don't, okay. Don't recycle. Let's go like, like, like you do on the, when you do the barstool car wash, you don't do tell the same joke 15. I mean, how about did you have your Metamucil today, Kirk? I mean, let's, let's not, we, we all recycle material. You know that. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't even know what the <laughs> What's fuck the barstool car wash? About, I don't even know. That's you the know? thing like yesterday. You should be all over Murchison. What are you, you, you're obsessed with stuff like this. What are you doing? It's, so Murchison, a guy that emailed that, that was on the email chain to my fucking job. Like, I'm a part of this just as much as you are. Oh, don't. Two equals. Uh, come on, John. You're, you're as much uh, involved in Murchison as I am? Not as much. No, but he just said that. Too. How did it affect you? I, 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 was I was I not affected directly by the situation? No. No? Well, I how was. were you affected? Well, to correct me. How were you affected by the situation? The fucking asshole that emailed my job included CC'd Bob Murchison on it. I understand, With but did, 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 did it cost you? Did it cost you? Like did it cost you your job? Do I have a new job? Well, I don't know. Maybe you said. Maybe you just left. I don't know. Is that why you left your job? No, it's not why I left. Dude, my job. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs>
how about for once for how about a nice like thank you uh uh dad for saying like hey how about mhb who the fuck else would advocate for you like that thank you dad i'm not i'm sorry, I'm not like fucking tell her and have these weird bizarre how about, well, how about the like, th- okay but how about the thank you for that that's pretty goddamn nice okay kirk Thank you. Well, I'm just I saying, I, I, you know, I, I appreciate the stuff you bet. That makes I, me feel I, better. Well, no, what I'm saying is that's that, that's just common courtesy. I have thanked you for being loyal to me in the past and fighting for me and keeping my keeping my name alive, whatever. Uh, in the <laughs> months right. the, the, the months that I wasn't on the air, just in kind. I mean, to say that Jerry <laughs> Callahan, kind of to say that Jerry Callahan, hey, you know, MHP might be worth a shot. I think that's pretty friggin' pretty nice thing to do. Menahan gave false information about what he and this host have discussed about MHP's girlfriend. And this further triggered the former Mark Hannon's balls. I'm serious. If you feel like you need to take a step back because the new girlfriend and the other stuff, that's fine. I am. What? Why do you got to bring? At least, you know, why do you got to bring her into this? My goodness. (laughs) Why? What? I can't believe. Who told you about this? Like, how would you know that? You brought. This is what's fucking crazy, Kirk. You brought that up. Who would tell you that I had a new girlfriend? I have my sources. Jesus. I, have, I would just say I would say you weird. talk you talk about my old co-host. You should probably talk to your current co-host, who is quick to give information away. That's all I'd say. Oh my fuck, fuck him! Well, I'm just saying, can't win, can't win with this guy. Who <laughs> me or him? Can't win with that, this guy. Who me? Him. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking <laughs> about I'm talking <laughs> about his other co-host. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, that that that's fat, bizarre. But we did a fucking Discord thing the other night because I don't do anything. Uh, DEC and I were on Discord for about 15 minutes doing this stupid fucking Two voice psychopaths. Jesus. And and. He's making, I hear all this fucking clanging in the background, spoons and the fridge closing. I'm like, DC, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making myself an ice cream sundae. I'm warming up peanut butter in the fucking microwave. Oh, all his kids are starving. I'm like, where are you? Are you making some for your kids? No, serial killer. Jesus, that is, that is creepy. It's a rite of passage in the teenage years, unless your name is AC Green. It's the first time you're intimate and the show talked about the ages all three members experienced sexual relations for the first time. Robinson trumped all and what many are calling his latest in a long string of lies. But he's saying he lost his virginity at the age of 15. So this Steve's about money and sex. Yeah, how old was this girl, by the way, Steve? <laughs> She's my age. So you weren't 16 and she was 15? No. You sure? Pretty sure. Okay, because there's a word Pretty for sure. that. Yeah, that she, was also, she was also more experienced, if I'm not saying. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 15-year-old girl you're talking about. That's what, Well, I, the reason I brought it up is because you were like, oh, my high school wasn't sexualized at all. Matt Fuller was completely off base. I think Matt Fuller, Matt Fuller might have been onto something. Yeah, but that my, but, my, but high, school, my high school was They like, were sucking and fucking it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mike was a horny. It took him a while. That's true. Who was she? Just a girl. I visited my friend at uh, Bentley College. So weird for her with a blind guy? Well, she didn't know. She knew you're blind. <laughs> no. Well, I could. I could. Oh, so this I, was a one night. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I could mask it a lot more back oh, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a one night stand then. Yes. You okay. ever talked again? Um, I think we texted a little bit after, but that's about it. Ooh, did you like stay the night with her in their bed and stuff in a little college bed? I did. Ugh. I'm guessing you did not have Roman wipes at the time. No, I did not. You were protected though. Yeah. Uh, no. Jesus. What? <laughs> yeah, no. So she have a kid for you now? I guess technically, yeah. Technically, you, did you did you finish in there? No. Okay. I'm a, I'm a proud user of the pull-up method. Well, not <laughs> Pre- anymore. Pre-cum is a thing. It's never gone wrong ever. <laughs> pull and pray. So there's a little Mikey running around out there somewhere. That kid Guaranteed. could be. If that happened, how old would that kid be now? 10? 19? You're, th- you're 28. Nine. Uh, eight. Eight-ish maybe birth. this would be around its uh, ninth birthday. Wow. Yeah. That, you think that's possible? Well, eight, eight, no, I'm sorry. It would not. That would be the day conception. Well, here's, here's another. Is your friend still friends with him, though? 
No, my friend didn't know her. I met her. We met her at oh, a you just party. Char- you just charmed her. Yes, that's oh, right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And you went up to her her dorm. Yes. No roommate. Oh, uh, she had roommates. Well, they were there. They gave me the business. No, scrunchy on the door. I'm just saying they were in the room with you. No, no, no. Oh, it was uh, like an apart- on-campus apartment type of a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I know Bentley. So, oh, so you look, you strutting around Bentley. That's right. So you, you, was it a big deal for you? Like, the, were you the next day, were you telling your buddies or no? Oh, yeah. yeah well, because yeah. they wondered where I was. Where were you all night, Mike? Fucking. I, said, I mean, you always brag to your buddies about the first time, right? How, how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was... 16. Oh, okay. You're just yeah. trying to look cool. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> I was seven years old. I was Father almost 17. So, yeah, we're, I, I think we're coming up on the anniversary, actually. So, what, a junior in high school? Sophomore? Sophomore in high school. Wow. And you had protection. You guys are so cool. I had the protection of the Lord looking over me. Ah, see? The time. Why yeah. were you so shocked when I said that? No, no I wasn't shocked. I was no. just upset. Uh, yeah, no, definitely did not. Definitely. I would have been too scared to buy it or, you know. I, really? Yeah. yeah. Weren't know, they I, giving them out at school? No, I know, Steve. Yeah, and I, I wasn't confident enough to be walking around with them at that time. It hadn't happened right. in 19 years. Why would it happen that They were day? giving out your school then? Yes. What's going on over that place? <laughs> they were, they were, condoms <laughs> at your were free, high school? Condoms were freely available at every single at in high Maine? school. In yes. high school? Yes. There was an envelope on the door of the health teacher. and You'd filled with condoms. You, you just, just go, got them there? You just go grab some yeah, condoms. Little, seems, like I need 50, seems like I need 50 of these for the week. I was like... <laughs> you don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. What? What are you? Ta- what are you talking about? I, I am stunned that condoms weren't available at your schools. I thought the message well, was supposed to be a little more how progressive. Old are you? Well, yeah, I'm he was also. I'm 15 years older than you are. Keep in mind. Okay, that's true. Yeah. What could KFC possibly want to know about Kirk's studio? That's the question the crew had when they called the host of Sirius's CCK on Thursday. Is it just that KFC wants to know the office gossip? Is he concerned there will be a mass exodus out to Boston? Or is KFC done with the Big Apple and making the move to the Northeast? So <laughs> what, what, what are you, why are you so concerned about Barstool Boston all of a sudden? Fuck you care. I, I'm, always, I'm always looking to the future, man. I'm always planning and plotting and scheming. I've got to know where, where things are headed. Are you just concerned that Carabas so much- is, is going to bail or something? Uh, no, not not necessarily like specifically him. I'm just wondering if there's ever going to be a uh, that mass exodus to Boston that I maybe feel KFC like wants to move to Boston. Well, well, I wouldn't say it's going to be a the mass Kirk exodus. Well, I mean, I, it's going to have to be Kirk approved. Listen, I, I I'd move anywhere to get away from my current life. So fuck or whatever, Boston. I'll move to the suburbs of anything if I could just well, okay. get well, a new life. Why? What's wrong with you? What do you? What's what's your problem? Uh, I mean, and if you've caught up with me at all over the past couple of years, <laughs> well, I just meant recently. Uh, it seems like this is. It, re- it seems like recently. I, I, I don't. No, it's not. It's, it's been a slow burn. Let's call it that. Okay. Someone is going at our sponsors, but in a very <laughs> similar, not so subtle way. <laughs> I also. It's give, weird that. Uh, let me put it this way. Yeah, yeah. If it was just someone that didn't like the show, Fine. it would be weird that they would have. Dates and timestamps. Yes, that are exactly <laughs> the same as the email that was sent out. Yes, yeah, yeah. Murchison, so Murchison is that. I mean, I'm I feel very comfortable with Bob Murchison as the guy in charge of that Twitter account. I don't think there's really any question. Kirk Menahan is contracted to do 60 minutes a day podcasting with Barstool Sports. What this community loves about the Kirk Menahan show is that he rarely just does what's minimally expected. This was on display with Menahan's marathon four-hour podcast on Thursday. Menahan talked about his nemesis, Bob Murchison, and the latest attempts to disrupt the podcast sponsorships. 
This led to a discussion between showrunner Robinson and Menahan as to what Kirk should do in changing his tactics for the betterment of the show, leading to a philosophical debate. My thing is, over the last couple of months, if you've looked at these emails or looked at this Twitter account, if that leads you to leave, that's strange to me. Yes, it yeah. is strange. Cowardly. But at the same time, they're, they're a business. They're trying to mitigate risk. They see there's no risk in that. They, but there's no risk they, in that. They perceive it as risk. Okay, they're wrong. But some they, of them don't know. Not even, they don't have any idea what they're dealing. It's not well, even they, worth, well, they, it's not they even worth their time. I mean, they're spending not, their, they're not spending worth their money. time. Not worth their time to investigate it. They can just move on and advertise on a different podcast. That gets that's, takes, that's, that's, takes two seconds. Okay, that's less loyal. They don't know that. How do they? Well, know that's that? their fault. They, they, but there is responsibility on both sides. You it's need not to worth their time. They can just go and. Of course, it's so, worth their time. Just, you know, there's a hundred different podcasts okay, they can advertise. Okay, and they won't get the same bang for their buck. So they're not doing. So they're not doing their job. They might not, but it's just it's not. So this then it is actually worth their time. I, it is actually worth their time. They, they don't perceive it that way. You spend 15 minutes on a conference call? They see, they see a little bit. I mean, Do you 15 disagree minutes with that, on a Mike? conference call, I don't think is... Just just hearing that this is the most loyal audience ever. Well, 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 yeah, everybody, everybody says that well, about yeah, their but, audience, I think right? we can demonstrate that pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we did for this particular company. I think we did. But, right, that's but, what I'm saying. So what's the... They, 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 they have a, a higher sensitivity right. to risk. You want to bend over and just let... That's fine. Okay. No, I think, I think that there... I, it's not about bending over. I think that there are a few very, very little things that you could do that wouldn't uh, undermine the show whatsoever that would actually help us get business. And I mean, I know I know you're rich. You, you've made your money. You got money. But do you want this to be a successful business, right? Yeah, it's, it's a successful show. Yeah, I know it's a well, successful show. What, but what, you, you, want, you, want, you want us to make money long-term, right? You want to, when we, when we get our revenue sharing nut, you would like that to be larger than smaller, right? I would rather have it be smaller and be proud of what we're doing. So you would not be, you would, to, to follow the instructions that Barstool has asked of us. Nobody's, nobody's, would, nobody's asked me to do anything. Well, indirectly they did through me. Okay. But if it was, but you would, you would be ashamed to do that one did, small thing. Did I say ashamed? I forget well, what the, I said. I'm just saying the opposite of proud. You said uh, you want to do a show I, that makes you proud. You would yeah. not be proud of a show that I don't want to give one. I don't want to give an inch to him, not one inch. That's fair. But do you think? Oh, I, but I, also I the way, the the way thing, I see it, and six, I've also six, been I've also been consistent about that from the start. Yeah, you have. But That's I think fair. that success. But I think the success success Steve, is the best revenge. The thing Steve is talking about wouldn't take away from the quality of the no, show. No, it wouldn't take away from the quality of the show, and it would lead to a more successful from the business what side. What we're talking about is if a company bails because of Murchison, you want me to shut my mouth about it. I don't want you to shut your mouth. Yes, about you do. That's exactly what you said. the phone. Just not shit on the company. Yeah. I didn't shit on any company. If there's a perception, if there's a perception, I didn't shit on any company. Bombas. I didn't shit on them. Yes, you did. I said they left. No, you said that their socks were shitty. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You said that you would not wear their socks. I would not wear their socks. Yes, you said that <laughs> if you were freezing cold and you were getting frostbite on your toes and they, you had a pair of bombas next to you, you would not reach for them. I would not. <laughs> Producer Robinson riding high on last week's clips, showing his strong comedic abilities at the roast of Maine politicians, shared his comedic influence. The 40th president, Ronald Reagan. Menahan and Gary balked at this and asked Robinson to show comedic evidence. And Robinson took to YouTube to show this clip. I search for Ronald Reagan, and what do you think the first video that comes up is? Hilarious. Ronald Reagan, laugh out loud funny. Ronald Reagan's one-liners. Ooh, there you I'm going to hear the gipper here. Let's hear it. One. Mr. President... John Hinckley Jr. So got shot, Steve, you idiot. Shots at President Ronald <laughs> yeah. Reagan. But then, but then, 
<laughs> he goes in for surgery. <laughs> I know, I know his joke. He, I go in for surgery. He says, I, I hope you're Republicans because if they were the Democrats, doctors. they wouldn't have let him. They wouldn't Steve, have saved his Steve, life. Your instinct is, oh, this is a funny YouTube clip. We're all ready to get funny, a and then there's gunshots. An inch away John. from his heart. Turning to other headlines. The crew talked about the mess left by stoolies this week at headquarters during an electric chair viewing of the ALCS. The surprising performance of Ellie Schnitt's play-by-play was overshadowed by the mess left by the barstool regulars. Menahan said these bloggers are disrespectful of their boss, Dave Portnoy. Fred Toucher, the Boston Globe. Steve Peralt. <laughs> Linda Pizzuti. Some would say that Steve Peralt of Bleacher Report and the Section 10 podcast is as likely to be found at a NAMBLA meeting as he would at Fenway Park. Peralt's comments on another podcast about how he was not impressed and proud with Menahan on the latest Section 10 are drawing Kirk's ire. At first, Peralt said he was not speaking ill of Menahan, just stating that he's more focused on baseball than the jib Menahan is cutting. Later, when sound was played at the podcast, Peralt said he was just not into Menahan's shtick and would prefer to talk to more important figures like Andrew Benatendi. What were you most offended by, I guess is my question. I was offended by the answer I just gave you. Give the, do we have the cut, Steve, or no? Hold I on. think the interview was solid. Um, it's not one that I am ever overly proud of because oh, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, first of all, first of all, what the fuck are you proud of? Secondly, proud. Like, what? Do you, what? What? This isn't your. These aren't your children. Kirk, I I hate that. I, like, I, I hate that. Like, oh, we had this. We had this monster on. Like, it what, seemed like you were above it. Like, yeah, you yeah. You were above I mean, what, the, like, what, the, what the fuck, Steve? No, that that is fair. That is fair. That is, that is the take that seems like I'm above it. But I question it for you, though. Sure. You would ask rather me. interview like you would have rather interview anybody else than me. Yes. No, that's not true. I, I would assume that I'd much rather interview, interview you than Andrew Benintendi, for example, or Jackie Bradley Jr. It's 50 states, 50 prank calls, and more states came off the list this week. Who or what did you think it was? Who? What did it turn out to be? 844-999-OLA. Uh, hello, Patrick. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 Hold on, hold on. I, the I know only I, place in the world where this is received properly. Wouldn't that be so, wouldn't that be the most satisfying part of calling those guys giving a big hola? Yeah. You hola. Love that? hola. With no suspicion at all. Yeah. Like, you could be, oh, you could be as hola free as you like. It's the newest colony of, uh, <laughs> you be, of, of, of talk really be radio. Yourself. Spread yeah. your legs. Yes, go ahead. Oh, I've wanted to do that for a long time. There you uh, go. So anyway. Hola. When I was, uh, back when I was a little kid, I was probably uh, about 17. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. DB, uh, virgin boy, for obvious reasons. DB, uh, <laughs> wow. DB. You know, like I said, I wasn't the most um, experienced with the ladies, and uh, I finally started chatting with this young lady, and she sent me a picture, a couple pictures. I was telling my older brother about this experience, and he uh, convinced me for me to send a picture back. So I do a little uh, manscaping on my downstairs area. I send this picture off to uh, this this young lady. I then realize after I've sent this picture that my brother Steve, he can be quite the comedian sometimes. <laughs> Apparently he had switched the contacts in my phone and I sent this to my friend Mike's mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get out of here, Patrick. <laughs> Come on. See, he, he actually fit their prompt very well. Perfect. That was excellent. Unbelievable. He's great. He is great. Unbelievable. Oh, he's it goes a genius. On. He's a genius. First of all, these guys love, like... Oh, they love it. Oh, he was, he was the best right caller. It's out. so layered. Like, the dumb jokes that we steal from other radio shows work <laughs> in their dumb world. 
What did he say about Steve? I didn't hear that. Boat. Oh, he's quite the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> My brother can be quite the comedian sometimes. Oh. The girl that I thought I was going to. Yes. <laughs> your friend yeah, Mike's so. mother. And what was your yeah, friend Mike's mom like? She's actually very attractive. The reason he sent it to Mike's mother is because they both, you know, my, my friend Mike and his mother seemed, we always made jokes, they had a very strange relationship. Uh, they were they were very close, and he wanted to uh, make things even more awkward. So he, wait, uh, wait, 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 and, wait. When you say Mike and his mom... This is happening. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Am I dreaming this? Seriously, is this, am I dreaming this? When you say Mike and his mom were close... <laughs> this is, if we pull this off... Patrick, brilliant job. <laughs> You're the greatest. Brilliant job. Strange relationship. Yeah, like, in what way? Um, we, we, we always had, in our, in our, in our circle, uh, in our group of fans, we always talked about them being um, intimate. Very, very close and intimate. Yeah, our jokes were always that they were very intimate. So wait, what was his sure nickname? At this point, that they joked. <laughs> wait, 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 no wait, 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 no way. <laughs> Why would he ask that? <laughs> Why would he ask that? They know how to roll I, the I, I hate to like Alex Jones. Is everybody in my life an actor? <laughs> Is everybody playing a character? Uh, the men's room is a big fan of the Kirk Minahan show. <laughs> you could be in the Truman show. Did he, I'm so saying. Did he just ask what Mike's nickname is? Why would he ask Well, Because he, he started out the call saying my nickname was Virgin Boy. Right. And he's like, okay. well, if they gave you the nickname oh, Virgin Boy, okay. he's fucking his mom. What's right. his nickname? Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. What was, if you're VB and he perhaps lost his virginity to his own mom, I, I just feel like I would tease him. A lot more than. Oh, oh, I, oh I would you feel like that? And, and he, he, you know, he played along with a joke, but we, <laughs> we think it was kind of more serious than, uh, than you know, than I, the I guess. I out. guess he was MF. Gary was very kind for a sweet boy. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, he missed the opportunity to say boy. Well, his nickname was Blind Mike. Well, he could have said, "Yo, he's blind." And those guys would have lost their minds. Yeah, that would have been. He would have been on for forty. Yeah, he would have been on every true. week. <laughs> that's true. God, Whoa, I need a shower. Man, that is too much information. I did not this whole so, thing is off. But wait, so now we, we, have, have, a, we have a shower. Here. You have a possibly incestuous mom got a picture of your genitalia. What what is the fallout from that? Because this has gotten really weird. Should I be? Should I be? Because people will, occasionally people will say nice things. It should be. You know, you've pulled it off again. You've created another world. Right. Should I be proud of no. that? Okay. No. Right. Okay. No. Okay. Good. Okay. I think you should. No, you should be humiliated. Yeah. Right. Somewhere. Somewhere right in between. Maybe. Yeah. Because I mean, think of what I've think of what I've, I've you know again. What have you really I know, accomplished? It's, it's, it's the old, but you know, there are people who listen to this men's room every day, and they're driving around, and they they're thinking, like, and they're hitting their steering wheel. Yeah, oh, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, this, this you made the men's room show better indirectly because yeah, this, yeah, is, this is one us. of the better calls that yeah. they get. He might become a regular on that show. You're right. <laughs> he might. All right. Any more? We got more? Well, I, I felt like I wanted to turn into a pumpkin right there once sure I realized that right. it was uh, it was my friend's mother that got the picture. <laughs> How excited was your brother about all this? He thinks he's funny. He's not very funny, but he's <laughs> kind of one, funny. one good line in there every once in a while. I don't know, man. That story. Man, uh, oh, man. Mike's everything mom. about that took a turn I didn't expect. Yeah. Sounds like a song from, like, Good Charlotte. Mike's mom. Yeah. <laughs> the incestual hot one. Look out, Miss Manners. Steve Robinson has some rules for maintaining a polite society. If he got married, right, got engaged, got married, would we be invited to his wedding? Oh, you would for sure. I would. Yeah, for I sure. I feel like I'd have to be right. Yeah. As a God, I mean, I, we certainly wouldn't. Well, be I mean, you, you wouldn't be Mike. No, I don't think really? so. Really? Don't you? Don't you have first rights? I've only oh, met yeah. him in person once. Me too. Yeah. 
So but, I, I mean, I, I, I'd go if you invited me, but I, don't, I wouldn't expect to be. You would? Well, it depends. I mean, where wedding's it always a good time. It is. He's from. Yeah, he's that, from that's, up that's here. Like a life rule. Anytime you're invited to a funeral or a wedding, you go. Funeral. Um, it's more life rules from Steve Robinson. You always life go to a funeral. Yeah. Who gets invited to a funeral? Anytime you get invited to a funeral, Steve goes. <laughs> Let's see what we have in the mail today, huh? Bills, bills. Oh, another funeral invitation. He's like, I guess I'll go to that. Somebody, somebody, somebody's like, yeah, you know, I got to go to a funeral. Like, would you mind coming with me? It and happens. You just go along? Yeah. What if you don't know the person? You always go to a funeral. You always go to a wedding. It's a rule. I hate weddings. And why would I want to go to a funeral? It's just, it's just well, a give rule. Give me some other rules. <laughs> Steve Robinson's rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't be, swim 30 minutes after you, you eat. At Steve Robinson's rules taken? No? Okay, there you go. See, that's a, that's a Twitter account that got some legs. What, yes, Steve Robinson rules. Give me some other Steve Robinson rules. I mean, aunts, some are aunts and some are aunts. Right. That's a rule. But I'm, I'm serious. What, you know. Well, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, you always always clean up after yourself. Mm -hmm. Do the dishes. Some rules. If you're, <laughs> if you're working. I'm surprised it's the most boring list of rules I've ever heard in my life. If you're, if you're working and you're perspiring, you take your shirt off. That's, see, that's a good rule. That's a Robinson rule right there. When, when you're away from the wife, it's fast food time. Yes. You know right, the first yeah, Cullinane rule? What's that? There are no rules. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, another fucking invitation to the uh, funeral. Yeah, another one of the, you put it up on the fridge. It's weird, this funeral invitation six months from now. This person is, <laughs> this person is alive. I don't understand. You've never been asked to go to a funeral? I don't understand. Of what, you don't know? I don't understand yeah. what that means. No. I mean, unless it's your wife or something. Would you like to go to a funeral today? No, it's not, it's not something that you enjoy. It's just a meaningful part of the human experience. The, uh, if I my bet, girlfriend I, asked I, me to I, go to I, a funeral, I've I would attended go. plenty it. of funerals. Yes. I don't and they're, they're always memorable. They're not always. Impactful. Not always. Some What's are, an some example aren't. of a funeral you forgot? Well, I would have forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. It's fair. I, I, I mean, there are some that you don't you go to that are, you know, I will say since my parents died, I go to far more wakes and funerals of people's parents I would have skipped in the past because I know how important it is. Yeah. That, that, I think that, that comes that, with being older too, just in general. Also that, yes. But, you know, I, it's very rare to somebody come up to me and say, hey, you want to catch this funeral next week? <laughs> I'm gonna be. I, got, I was gonna pop. I've done some scouting on a great uh, the yeah. Johnson funeral. It's gonna be wild. I feel like just going on a drive. I see a couple of decent funeral spots in Pennsylvania. You want to just go catch them? It's like a brand new funeral home. I like, mean, the, I guess the it's O'Malley really funeral. Nice. If you want to get shit faced, yeah. like, that's it's, gonna be. It's really good. <laughs> and like, I mean, I like, supposedly the spread at this funeral is unbelievable. Like, so you want to go check it or check it out or what? There's a good wake the next day, so we can make a weekend of it. You in? That's Sounds one of the, like fun. Why not wakes? That's not part of your rule. No, the, the whole funeral experience. If you're invited, you go. Oh, you always go to wake. If someone's too. asked, if a, friend, if a friend asks, you always go. What friend would ask you to go to a funeral? What is going on in I your had, life? I had friends who went to a funeral and someone close to me died. Well, no Fr friends shit. Who, friends who didn't, didn't know them at all. Yeah, but you're not yeah, being But invited. did you invite them? <laughs> yeah. What did you say? You're a fucking psychopath. You invited them Wait, to the wake? Yeah. Like, hey. So like what, you, you mean, said, like, Facebook like, 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 like an evite? <laughs> no. Like, what are you talking about? It was about the Bowdoin Christian Fellowship. It's a group text. Hey, oh God. crazy wake from five to seven on Thursday. Can't promise, but there may be some Reagan jokes told. Mike Geary has been called a master of prank calls. What he can't be called is a master interviewer. And on Friday's show, an interview with guest Andrew Morantz went wrong from the very beginning. All right. So here's Mike Geary with... Uh, uh, what's his name? Interviewing Andrew, Andrew Morantz about Andrew a book Marantz. that Mike Geary has not read. I didn't read the book.
All right, we've got a guest today. We always say we want people to disagree with us. No, I, I, mean, stop. <laughs> I don't think I can do this. I can't do it either. So <laughs> you're, you're going. Feel no, free listening. to bail on. <laughs> All right, we've got a guest today. We always say we want people to disagree with us. We, always, I mean, we look, hey, we look for people to disagree. I know uh, Blind Mike always tries to disagree with me. Oh, right? this oh, was, oh, this oh, was, oh. Mike. Hold on, who's dagger? I- dagger in the back, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was it to have Mike be me? We thought it was the Kirk Minahan show. Well, yeah, oh. he's, he's doing an so interview. I'm Kirk he's Minahan. doing an interview with the Kirk Minahan show. Well, why couldn't right? you just be Blind Mike interviewing him? I don't See, I didn't know. See, I, he, he could have just done his normal voice and just pretended to be Kirk Minahan. Why but can't he, he tried just, to pretend to be you? Why can't? He, why do you have to identify yourself at all? All right, we've got a guest today. We always say we want people to disagree with us. We, always, I mean, we look, hey, we look for people to disagree. I know uh, Blind Mike always tries to disagree with me, right, Mike? Yes, indeed. You're not Mike, Steve, dummy. Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. Right with, oh, always on his game. This Hold guy. on. Well, uh, did, 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 can I... The amount of money I get paid, <laughs> I don't even understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I have a cult following, and yes. I have... With you two. Not, a, not, not yet. Not good. <laughs> not proud of this one. I am. <laughs> oh, always on his game, this guy. Best in the business. Mike, right? You're, you're always disagreeing with me. Great. Good. Love to have you here. Terrific. Um, but today we have a guy that actually does disagree with us, and that is uh, Andrew, Andrew Morantz. His book is uh, Anti-Social. Andrew, how are we today? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I'm see, now we're getting into we yeah, we, we, now we're getting into where I mix. Yeah, I got you. No, it's it's, it's complicated. I'm following. I'm do I'm doing you, but I'm also now trying to sprinkle in references. No, I understand. I've, I've got right. it. No, I I can I managed to follow it so far. Good, 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 great day on the show. Um, <laughs> what is that? What? Is that supposed to be dice or no? No, I'm trying to do a thing where you kind of. Re- your, like when you're kind of dismissive of something, you kind of repeat yourself. Okay. Like, in a dismiss, like oh, but that yeah, wasn't great. That wasn't. But, no, it wasn't good. Okay. Yeah, right. it wasn't I just want to make sure yeah, I, yeah. I, I didn't miss something. It doesn't it sound like you when you hear it yourself. Does. It's weird. That's what I sound like. <laughs> yeah. All good to have you all aboard. Love, love to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank great, you. Good. 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 Great to have you on the show. Um, <laughs> all right. Terrific. Absolutely. Uh, so Andrew, <sighs> you, we we read an article from you, and I I, I mean, hey, listen. I think that I'm part of the culture war here. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Bob Murchison. I'll get to that in a second. But I think we're part of a, we are part of a culture war here. Abs- I absolutely believe that. And I believe free speech is, Andrew, free speech is so important in what we're doing here. Yeah, Mike. But you're against it. Tell us about that. Uh, I'm not against it. So, <laughs> so this is where. Here, I'm not against it. Free speech, I, I, so I thought he was going to like just explain more. Well, no, that's not exactly how the article reads. And. He's just like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? And I don't know what to do. Because you don't know, you don't know what he's talking about. I do. Well, he, but he, he has certain limits. He's against the alt right and things like right. that. He, he thinks there should be consequences for speech more than okay. completely eliminating. Okay. I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So That's first funny. of all, I just <laughs> want to say the full title of my book is Antisocial Online Extremists. Techno utopian and the hijacking of the American conversation. <laughs> That's funny. It's available in all fine bookstores now. It's, it's not primarily about this stuff. It's mostly about the alt right and how the internet destroyed our politics, which I would love to talk about, but um, which you may agree with or disagree with. But um, I'm not against free speech. I love free speech. I said several times in the article that I love the First Amendment. I don't want to repeal it. I don't want to dilute it. I don't want the government restricting people's rights to speak. Whenever possible, the government, of course, does restrict people's rights to speak in many, many cases, as you well know. 
libel, blackmail, direct threats, incitement to violence, child pornography. Those are all speech, and those are all things that the government does restrict. So I'm in favor of that. Well, but this is possible, almost where I was like, what do you mean, what do you mean child pornography? Speech. I love How is that free speech? speech. <laughs> Nobody loves it more than me. So it sounds like we agree. Good, great, wonderful. So, what, I mean, then what are we, Andrew, what are we doing here today? What are we, what are we <laughs> tell me, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, you read my article and you want to talk to me about it, so I don't know what you uh, want to Correct, talk perfect, about. But what? Here's the thing. I was talking to I was talking to Lace and Andy Nolan. I mean, Andy Nolan probably closer to you. He's a religious guy, of course. But uh, I'm talking to Lacey and Fuller down oh, in the basement, shithead. and it's I just like know. you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Sure, I mean, asshole, like, really? Instagram is great. Wonderful, fine. I'm, t- I'm honestly tired of plugging Dave Cullinan. Dave Cullinan does a great job with the Instagram. It's wonderful. This poor guy, but, like, I mean, this really, guy is like nice enough to come on. And doing yes. I know. You're an asshole. I know. You really are. I know. What am I doing? Today? Right, exactly, yeah. Uh, I'm talking to you about an article I wrote or about a book I wrote, but I don't know. Did you read the article or what what you want to talk about? I mean, I read read the article. I read the Wells Report. I've read a lot of things. And here's what I'll say, Andrew. What are we doing? I believe (laughs) we are in a culture war. This guy, Bob Murchison, I try not to bring him up, but this guy, Bob Murchison, he is after us. And he goes after our sponsors and after every little thing we say. And it's just like, when is it enough? I don't know who the top guy is. 100%, 100%, absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of things you could do here. Like, is it uh, a Mike, Mike Violet, who I call What am uh, I doing? He's telling me that <laughs> Cynthia Dill is a plant. And, like, is Cynthia Dill working with Bob Murchison? I don't. I mean, I don't know. We're just shoving this actually, it's actually to sort of funny. And I really don't know. I mean, Blind Mike's been terrific in this interview as always. Great, <laughs> always great to have you here. But I mean, I just don't know. Like, you sound like Rupert what we're Pumpkin doing or something. Here. If, it's not about, if it's not all about free speech, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I, I'm sure you have some kind of shit <laughs> yeah. going on. This is where it really, probably absolutely. Oh God, he just called you out. I don't know yes. who these people are. That's a very funny joke, but yeah. I tell people oh. buy my book, Antisocial Jesus. Online Extremist, oh, Techno Utopian, and the hijacking of the American conversation. I love free speech as you do, and uh, sounds like you don't have any specific points you want to talk about, so I can stay on the line says... and you can mention other names of people. <laughs> 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 That's okay. I think, uh, I think we're good, and uh, it was a pleasure to have you on. Plug away again if you like. And that's it for this week, ending October 18th, 2019. The show could not be possible without the help of crowdsourcing audio and news this week, and we'd love your support and timestamps and story ideas. Special thanks to Chris and Wakefield, early Kirk Menahan, Inspector J, and others for their support. For MHB, I'm DEC. It is currently twit... Uh... Jesus, Mary. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Good weekend.